Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. On the Wine Roads, a wine road trip that takes you to the four corners of the world to discover the most beautiful wine estates. First stop, Chile, episode one. Pretty hot, eh? Yes, my first time in Chile. Yes, but I just got here. I'm going all over the world to learn about wines. And I'm starting out in Chile. Well then, after a 14-hour flight, here we are in Santiago in Chile, which is the second biggest wine exporting country of Latin America. And they've been making wine here for 400 years, so it's not a small destination. Soon I'm meeting up with Ruiz Mizon, who is a Chilean poet living between Paris and Santiago, who will introduce me to the country and the wine. He has written several collections of poems which talk about wine. I'm so thrilled to meet you. Luis in person. This is a nice place. It's one of my favorites. I come here whenever I'm in Santiago. Listen, here in Chile, wines are so... We're known as the wine country. We all drink wine and other are traditions. It's ideal here for wine, right? You have the mountains, you have the sea. We have all climates. Chile has all climates. There are wonderful valleys, incredible valleys that stretch to the Cordillera. We can go there, in the country, so narrow that you can have lunch in the Cordillera and then dine by the sea. And at the same time, the land gets so much sun that the final products have a very high alcohol content. Like the pisca, the brandies, wines and spirits, all strong. Tell me, Luis, what about the young people here? Is wine just as popular with the young crowd? Personally, I think it's all changed. When I was young, we did drink wine. You see, we drank clary when we were at parties. That was white wine with fruit in it. There was also what we called bourgogne. That's red wine with fruit in it. Like sangria, right? Yes. Yes, a kind of sangria we call bourgogne. Because there are many French words that still apply in terms of wine. That's a stretch, because it sounds truly bizarre. It's, it's untranslatable. People here start to appreciate wine when they get a little older. Because nowadays our wines are produced and handled differently. They've become fine wines, and so they're quite expensive. And at parties, one bottle doesn't go too far. It goes quickly. You're going to see extraordinary things here. And maybe it's because of the wine. Even the ugliest things around you 
become very beautiful. With the wine? With the wine. Even without the wine. Great. I love it. The next day, departure for one of Chile's 11 wine-growing valleys. No more than a two-hour ride from Santiago is the famous valley of Casablanca. Everything seems close because even though the country is the longest one in the world, spreading out on 4,500 kilometers from north to south, it's also the narrowest with only 180 kilometers between the Pacific coast and the top of the Andes. The land of the Casablanca Valley is therefore situated only about 40 kilometers from the Pacific Ocean and produces one of the best white wines in Chile. In Santiago, I was told, go and see the Casablanca Valley, you won't be disappointed. I must say that the world isn't strong enough. It's beautiful. Especially that in this bottega, what is rather astonishing is that it's a sort of crossroad of grape varieties. There are Syrah, Chardonnay, Pinot Noir, Riesling, Gewürztraminer. Well, that's quite astonishing, isn't it? You've got everything. Hello, I'm François Montaigu. I'm here to see Jocelyn. Hello, Jocelyn. Hello. Welcome to La Bodega Matatic. Thanks, it's a pleasure. Likewise. This place is magnificent. Yes, it's a special cellar of ours. It's quite lovely. And we maintain it at room temperature so that the wine can age well. Before we go outside, I just have one question. What essentially characterizes the wines produced in the San Antonio and Casablanca valleys? Well, the vineyards are quite young. Wine growing started relatively recently here. The basic characteristics is that they are very close to the Pacific coast. The zone has a cold climate because Rosario is located between two valleys, Casablanca and San Antonio. So our climate is influenced by the ocean. So we are halfway between San Antonio and Casablanca. We're actually closer to San Antonio, but the ocean is directly 18 kilometers away. That's why the valley has a cold climate. And the shifting temperatures between day and night dictate the choice of vine varieties that can adapt here. We specialize in white wines, but also red wines from vines that thrive in cold weather. We're going to look into that so that you can learn more about the terroir and local characteristics. Great. Let's go. This way? Yes. Not having more than 10 cellars, the region of Casablanca is one of Chile's most famous ones. For the occasion, Jocelyn has prepared a rather sporty surprise for me. The discovery of the vineyards by bike. The tour rapidly makes you get the northwest orientation of the vineyards, which benefit both from the afternoon sun and the sea breezes. All the grape varieties benefit from these conditions, but here, the star of the vineyards is the Chardonnay, considered by many to be the best in the country. We planted Chardonnay in this zone. This entire zone? Yes, this entire zone is what we've named Rero. This soil has a particular characteristic. There are no rocks, is that it? No, but they're underneath. The soil is more or less granitic, depending on the area. We use a drip irrigation system. And your water source? 
It's pulled from a very deep groundwater that's directed into a well. That's the source of irrigation for all sectors of the vineyard. What's the vine variety around here? We choose to plant Syrah. Syrah, it's all Syrah. Here. Because Syrah is a grape that needs direct sunlight. So it's planted here on the flatland, where it gets maximum exposure. However, the Pinot is planted higher up on the slopes because it's more protected there. Protected by the hills? Of course. Because its skin is so thin, the grape would not be able to withstand direct exposure to the sun. Here we test different grape varieties and also observe how concentrated their colors are. What is that man doing? He's training the vines because otherwise they grow in all directions. He has to align it all. Then he uses a machine to prune the leaves, so then all the vines are the same height and perfectly aligned. And tell me, Jocelyn, how often is that done? A first time, when the vines have just started to grow, then once again later on. So twice a year. The other day, we finished pruning an entire sector, but there are some grape varieties that grow slower than others. So those are pruned later. That has to be done one sector at a time. On the Wine Roads, from a documentary series directed by Eric Michaud with Luna Sands and François Montagu. Sound editing, Agathe Leroux and Guillaume Suppy. And mixing, Thomas Gabriel. Music by My Music Library. And Angle, the An Interscope Production.